0: hallelujah hallelujah we thank god to be here today and we thank god for your life many of you are on video god bless you hallelujah hallelujah beloved in your own ways will you begin to give him praise the psalmist admonishes and encourages us to extol the name of the lord every day hallelujah and to bless his name forever and ever hallelujah And if today God has given us the gift of life, and you are not ashamed to say thank you, Jesus, you are not ashamed to bless the name of the Lord, will you lift up your voice with me? And in one heart and in one accord, let us extol the name of our God, in the mighty name of Jesus, the possessor of the heaven and the earth, the I am, that I am God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace is his name, will you magnify the Lord with me. The psalmist says that I will bless the Lord at all times. I don't know what your week has been. I don't know what your year has been. Like Lady Gifty said from the beginning of the service, it is a year we met in person service from March last year during the lockdown. We have been online, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and on Zoom as well, hallelujah. And if you are thankful for God, hallelujah, Oh my yakapa yakata social distance does not mean distance or separation. Hallelujah. Each day, each week, God has been gracious unto us. Beloved, will you bless the name of the Lord forever? Hallelujah. Two things we must do without season, praying without season and blessing the Lord forever. So we cannot stop the praise of God in our mouth. Hey, check Paul and Silas out, check them out. Even when the enemy buffeted them, one thing they could not shut them and imprison them was their praise to God. Hallelujah. Is there a praise of God in your mouth? Is there a praise of God in your heart? Two things we must not cease to do. Prayer and praising and blessing the Lord at all times and forever. Forever means it is continuous. We don't stop doing it. Hey Akata, When things are bad, you don't stop your praise. When things are good, you don't stop your praise. When you break through, you don't stop your praise. And you are breaking through, you don't stop your praise. As a matter of fact, you praise in and out. Hallelujah. Somebody, are you grateful to God and to bless him this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Look at how far the Lord has brought you when they thought that you'll never make it through this pandemic. Look at how far God has even blessed you in pandemic. Many of you, God is making and working things through you and for you and with you. In the mighty name of Jesus, many of you have known Christ. You have been closer to God in this pandemic like never before. Many of you have had many challenges and obstacles, but God has drawn you closer to himself. Hallelujah. God has magnified himself in your situation, in the challenges that came at you during this pandemic. You have seen the faithfulness of God. Hey, many of you have not lacked anything good. God has been gracious unto you. None of you have gone to bed on an empty stomach. Ah, my yakata, you eat and you are full. In the mighty name of Jesus, this morning, I was listening to UCB and in some part in Africa, a certain man, 22 year old man has to walk 10 hours for a cup of water, 10 hours for a cup of water. How many of you during this pandemic have worked 10 hours for a cup of water? Look at the water we waste, washing our car. Look at the water we waste in the shower. Look at the waters we waste in washing up. Hallelujah. 10 hours, somebody walked 10 hours and this person is thankful to God, hallelujah. Oh, beloved, this morning, I want to encourage you. Somebody let the praise of God in you, hey, come out like a volcano and begin to praise God, like a tsunami, begin to praise God. Let it erupt from the inside of you. Don't look at the outward appearances and the outward happenings of your life, but look on the things that you do not see. For the Bible says the things that we see are temporal; The things that we do not see are of eternal glory. Glory as in weight. Glory as in might. Glory as in cabot. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody will lift up your voice and begin to give God the praise to him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Beloved, it is so good to see you. Hallelujah. We thank God for your life and for your family in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. What a blessing to see everybody. Hallelujah we thank God for your life as a ministry. God has been so gracious to us. God has been so kind unto us. God has been so faithful unto us. I thank God every day. Oh, look at about 80% of our members work in the healthcare. Hallelujah. And look at how gracious God has preserved us. God has kept us. Hallelujah. God has taken us out of the race and has used us to save life. Even in this pandemic beloved that is a praise report right there will you give god praise look at our people look at our nurses look at our support workers look at our social workers hey they have been in the front line in the firing line but god is their armor hey god is their bulletproof God is their COVID proof. Even those who contracted COVID, the Lord restored them and healed them. Beloved, in this pandemic, oh, I don't know about you, but as a ministry, I can tell you what has been gracious unto us. Hallelujah. We have not buried any of our own and we will not bury any of our own In the mighty name of Jesus, together we will give God glory. Hallelujah. Together we will live and not die and to declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Together we shall experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If you agree with me, shout amen. Hallelujah. It's lovely to see everybody here. Praise God and we thank God for your life. Last week we began a series building the tabernacle of the Lord. Hallelujah! Building the tabernacle of the Lord, and today I was gonna do a, a sub-theme of this series, the glory of the latter house. Hallelujah. But in the process of time, the the the, the sub-theme is changed, and today I'm gonna do a sub-theme building the tabernacle of the Lord, history makers. Hallelujah. Somebody, I want you to type history maker. And I want you to declare I am a history maker. I want you to confess I am a history maker. When we talk of history makers, we are not talking of mean people, We are not talking of mere men and mere women. We are not talking of ordinary men and women who pass on this earth without making any significant impact on their generation. When we talk of history makers, we're talking of men and women, boys and girls, who have made an impact, who no matter how long or span their life was on earth, they have left an indelible imprint on this planet earth before their departure. And I believe as a believer, as a child of God, as a daughter of Zion, you are a history maker in the mighty name of Jesus because your father is a history maker. When we talk of history makers, Abraham, check him out. Abraham Lincoln, check him out. Moses, check him out. He was a history maker, praise God. David, check him out. He was a history maker. So check him out. He was a history maker. Hallelujah. If you talk of Nelson Mandela, he was a history maker. Praise God. Hallelujah. And today you are also a history maker in the mighty name of Jesus. Because our father is a history maker. He is a a heavenly father who has left an indelible imprint in our lives, in our salvation, that we cannot, because it says that greater works will we do than he has done. So if he calls us into greater works, then it means that we are also history makers, because the works that we do will leave an indelible imprint on our planet. If you believe in, shout amen. Some of you don't believe that you are a history maker, many of you are even making history right now. Hallelujah. Captain Martin, our production manager, he's a history maker. In a lockdown, he received an award from the dean of his school. Is doing something with his name. Amen. Hallelujah. Many of you are history makers. Daniel in the lockdown received a lockdown legend, a history maker. In, a, in the history of the Mackay family, we have never received any such an award. He is a history maker. Praise God. Amma in the history of Bristol grammar is a history maker as a deputy head girl. Her name is imprinted there and for generations will so come and see. The other time, she, I was having a chat with her and said, Dad, I don't know why I didn't carry Ama, Ama to school. Like, they will know that this is a black lady. But the Teresa Marker, they might not know that this lady was a black lady. But when they read Ama Asida, they know that you have nothing. You, I mean, your race do not match. Your accent do not match. Your name does not match, but you are there. Many of you, our children, I mean, you are history makers. Some of you have gone through things that adults could not even survive. Hallelujah. Many of you providing for your family when they said that you cannot be, when they wrote your marriage off, when they wrote your children off, many of you are history makers. But because we don't celebrate you, because we have not built a monument for you, you are the unsound hero. But today, I've come to encourage you by the word of the Lord that you are a history maker. In building the tabernacle of the Lord, you are a history maker. In building your family, you are a history maker. Maybe in the household, your family have never seen a father like you before. Hallelujah. Beloved, I've come to encourage somebody. You are a history maker. They said history in you. That needs to come out in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you believe me, I want you to shout, I'm I'm a history maker. Hallelujah. Let us go to the word of the Lord. In 1 Chronicles chapter number 22, reading from verse number 1. And I will read from the Amplified version. And I will come back to Haggai. Praise God. I'll come back to Haggai. Last week, I left you with food for uh, that Praise God. I'll come back to Haggai 5. Haggai chapter number 1, verse number 5. Hallelujah. And we will zero in. Our assignment for today. Praise God. So 1 Chronicles chapter number 22 reading from verse number 1. Then David said this is the house of the Lord. Realize that in Hagar, when we picked up from last week the Bible said that the people now say that time has not come to build the house of the Lord and yet it is time for you to dwell in panel houses But yet it is not time to build the tabernacle of the Lord. Attached on the tabernacle is the dwelling place of the Lord. That God does not want to visit. God wants to dwell. He wants to permanently inhabit in us. How many of us would want God to inhabit in us? Show by your hands. If you want God to inhabit with us as a ministry, if you want God to inhabit with you as a a family, as a an individual, if you want God to inhabit with you permanently, you must have a tabernacle, hallelujah. And I said in the Old Testament the tabernacle was a moving tabernacle, hallelujah. That is why they were led by the pillar of cloud and by fire, hallelujah. So when the cloud left, they move. When the cloud stopped, they, they, they stopped, hallelujah. So it, it, it was a moving. So they needed the presence of God with them at every time in their journey. And how many of us would want the presence of God with us every day of our lives? I don't know about you, but I need the presence of God. Hallelujah. So the the Haggai wants us, the prophet Haggai wants us in Haggai chapter number one, verse number five, to consider our way. What does it mean to consider your way? It's to have a rethink, to have a rethink of your priorities, of your desires. and do the need for, that I will rejoice with you, that I will not reject you, that I will abide with you. Somebody shout, I'm a history maker. So the Bible says that in 1 Chronicles 22, verse number one, then David said, this is the house of the Lord. Somebody said, this is the house of the Lord God. This is the house of the Lord God. And in this series, we will talk of the tabernacle as of the meeting place, and we will talk of the tabernacle as the body. I said this is going to take us about six weeks to, to do, praise God. If Jesus does not come after this service, or rapture doesn't happen during this service, praise God. If the Lord tarries, that is the journey that we are going to do. So David said that this is the house of the Lord God. And this is the altar of the burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to gather the foreigners. These are the strangers, hallelujah. And how many of us are foreigners in this land? Praise God. Many of us here in this service are foreigners. So David gave an instruction, an edict to the people that gather the foreigners who were in the land of Israel. And he assigned stone cutters to hew out stones to build the house of the Lord. You miss a good place to shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. I said, You miss a good place to shout amen. There is a blessing, uncommon blessing that comes with building the house of the Lord. And when it came, to the building of the house of the Lord. Bible says in the book of Exodus, the Lord said unto Moses, I have called Bezalel by name and I will fill them with my spirit. I will fill them with my spirit. So now David is instructed, giving a command that let all the foreigners come, they shall build the house of the Lord. Let them the cutters of stone, let them come, let them use stones that shall be used to build this magnificent tabernacle, this magnificent temple of the Lord. Somebody shout amen. They be prepared large quantities, somebody say large quantities, somebody say large quantities. So David prepared large quantities of iron to make nails for the doors of the gates and for the clamps and more bronze than could be weighed. Hallelujah. Can you imagine Bread of life building the tabernacle of the Lord, then Kweku brings so much provision that we cannot count. That Nessa brings so much money that it takes our team months and months to count. Why? Because the abundance is too much. So for the quantity of bronze. They could not even weigh it. Somebody say beyond measure. In the mighty may the Lord release that anointing upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. There is an abundance upon bread of life ministries. There is an abundance, an anointing of abundance on bread of life ministry. The Lord is ushering us into our worthy place. The Bible said that, Psalms that, chapter number 6, says, that have caused men to write over our head. We went through the waters and the fire. By you, O oh Lord, somebody shall say, by you, O oh Lord, by the same God that allowed men to ride over our head, the same God that allowed men to ridicule us, the same God that allowed men to laugh at us, the same God, That brought us out of the fire and the water. It is the same God that has planted our feet in our broad place. Somebody shout broad place. My feet are planted in my broad place. Bible says Jabez was more honorable than his black brothers, and yet his name Jabez meant pain. And that Jabez came to a point of his life that he could no longer take the pain anymore. He could no longer take the ridicule anymore. So he sought the faces of his God and he cried unto God, If thou will bless me indeed and enlarge my territories, eh, that I may not cause pain again. And the Bible says, And the Lord granted his request. The Lord expanded his territory. He enlarged largest territory the lord brought him into a place of abundance yet he was an honorable man yet without an honor the lord brought change his destiny and his people and expanded his territory and brought honor unto him may the lord bring you honor in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know who is riding over your head. I don't know who mentioned your name and make fun of you. I don't know who says you nothing will come out of your life. Hey, Maya Kapam, any proverb that has been used against your life. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, hey, people of Israel, what is this proverb that I hear from you? Hey, this proverb shall not be used in your land forever, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every label that I has been labelled about you eh, to, from today. Eh, the anointing of abundance is upon you, eh, and the anointing of history making is upon you. You are a history maker. Any label that they have placed upon you that is not in line with your history, eh, we take it off in the mighty name of Jesus. Eh, just as blind man he eh, threw away his garment, the very garment that labelled him as a blind man, the the very government that label him as a beggar, the very government that label him as an outcast, the very government that label him as a poor man. When Jesus gave a shout for him, the first thing he did was to cast away his label. And today, by the word of the Lord, every label man has put upon you, including the ones you have put upon yourself, that you will not be able to marry, that you will not be able to have children, that you will not be able to own your own home, that you will not be able to own your own land they'll not be able to have your own child they'll not be able to have abandon Hey, today we cast it out in the mighty name of jesus why because the lord is calling upon you the lord is calling you by name he has called you by name and he says you are a history maker because i am a history maker you will not pass on this earth you will not be embraced you will not be in the United kingdom just to be that you also travel in the united kingdom but the lord will bring the history that is in you the lord will make you a history maker that when the histories are re- written in the united kingdom in your organization in your in your business in- in your career in the ministry of Red of life ministry Hey, you will not be forgotten in the mighty name of Jesus even just as in this service I fished out for you Yolanda so is the Lord fishing out for you in the mighty name of Jesus you will not be forgotten in the mighty name of Jesus you will make significant impact that it will be I- impossible to ignore if you believe it, shout I receive it are you receiving something Hallelujah. Let them heal stones to build the house of the Lord. And yet we are not going to heal stones. We are going to provide money. Somebody say money. In building the house of the Lord, in in David's time, there were hewers of stones and catches of stones. And they used these stones to build those out. But in our time, I can't tell Kweku Kwe to go and cut. Stones and build the house of the Lord. Neither can Amma carry those stones, but Amma can provide money. Queku can provide money. So we are hewers of resources. God has endowed us with resources to build the tabernacle of Jehovah. Hey, somebody, I want you to shout, I'm a history maker. David was a history maker. He said, "This is the house of the Lord. He made sacrifice. I will build the house of the Lord." Bible says in the book of same chronicles, I believe verse number. Chapter number seven, there about there, David talks the, of how God has blessed him, that God has prospered him, that God has settled him and has made him a great king. So he had he, he had in his heart to build for the Lord a tabernacle, say, how can I live in my palace? How can I live in the city of David where everything is luxury and the house of the Lord Is in this array. So David had a purpose in his heart and in his spirit to build the Lord a tabernacle. Somebody shout, I'm a history maker. David was a history maker. He had in his heart to build the Lord a tabernacle. So verse number three of 1 Chronicles 22. David prepared large quantities, iron to make nails for the gates of the doors and the clamps And the bronze, it cannot be weighed. And cedar tree, and these are quality trees you can ever have from Lebanon. Beyond number, the trees for the beams and for the panel of the tabernacle of the Lord was without number. Hallelujah. Was without number. That shows the significance of the offering for David for the preparation he made for the tabernacle of the lump. If the Bible talks about the people bringing so much offering that Moses had to proclaim in the congregation of the same that, that we don't need any more offering. Stop bringing more offering. That is the kind of offering David prepared. Hallelujah. Bible says the artisans, those that were working on the tabernacle, they brought a report. Somebody said, this is a good report. They brought a good report to Moses. Moses, we have more Supply, we have more resources, we have more tools, we have more equipment, we have more money to do and to complete the work of the Lord. So Bible says, and Moses stood in the assembly of the say, and commanded the people not to bring any more offering. Beloved, aren't you glad, won't you be glad that Bread of Life ministry will come to that place in our ministry and in our life where we will, we will restrain the people to not to bring any offering, where we not stand in the pulpit and demand an offering. Why? Because God has prospered the people of Bread of Life ministry that we don't have to depend on the Sunday morning offering. That we don't have to depend when we bring offering, we are bringing it as a free will. When we are bringing in tight, we are bringing it as a commandment, obedient to the commandment of the Lord. Bring ye all the tight in my house. That we do that as a obedient to the commandment of the Lord. Not by asking. So Moses restrained the people. Somebody, you miss a good place, say, Lord, I receive that grace. As a ministry, we receive that grace. And I know a time and a day is coming that we will not take an offering. Hallelujah. Whatever that we need for church, whatever that we need for kingdom, Lady Gibty will sign a check from her business and say, Pastor, my husband, this is the money for the ministry. Take it. Don't ask for offering in the church. Don will say, Pastor, what is the budget for the conference? And we say it. He say, I will be. I will transfer the money to the church account. That we will not come and stay because there is an anointing of abundance upon this house in the mighty name of Jesus. The people you see by your screen, they are the next millionaires, they are the next CEOs, they are the next entrepreneurs in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, you have no idea what God is going to do with the next person by your screen. If I were you, I would be nice with everybody. And because when God blesses one, the whole is blessed. If you believe it, say amen. amen. So Bible said David, history maker, made preparation in large quantities to build the house of the Lord. David said, My Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced, and the house that is to be built for the Lord shall be exceedingly magnificent. Somebody say exceedingly magnificent. Somebody shout exceedingly magnificent. In other words, you cannot do anything mediocre for the Lord. You cannot do anything substandard for the Lord. Our God wear a seamless garment. Somebody say a seamless garment. It it simply means that it was without fault. Hallelujah. You cannot see any fault or any alteration upon it. Everything was in line. It flew together in the mighty name of Jesus. That is the God that we said. So if I am building him a tabernacle, if I'm building him a house, that house might be exceedingly magnificent. Somebody say exceedingly magnificent. Famous and an object of glory and splendor. Oh, how many of you are willing to build the Lord a tabernacle? Exceedingly magnificent. Let me see by your hand. If you have in your heart to build the Lord a tabernacle, that is exceedingly magnificent. Put your hands up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you with still your hands up? That wants to build the tabernacle of the Lord that is famous and an object of glory. And it is not an ordinary tabernacle, it is an object of glory. Just like Queen Sheba came to Solomon's palace. Bible say when she even saw the ministers, the ushers of King Solomon, she fainted. There was no life. That is the splendor, and the glory. That is the seamless tabernacle I am talking about. That is the tabernacle that is exceedingly magnificent. It is not, it's a tabernacle that when you enter, it is super glorious. Why? Because it is seamless. How many of you believe that we can build the Lord an exceedingly magnificent tabernacle? Hold your hands up. And how many of you believe as a ministry, Bread of Life ministry, the Lord can use you, the Lord can use me to make history in the life of Bread of Life ministry, to make history in the life of the city of Bristol, to make history in kingdom, first and foremost, to have your name written in the land's Book by the act of deed that you have done to make the tabernacle of the Lord magnificent, glorious, How many of you believe that God can use you, God can use me, God can use us to build an exceedingly splendor tabernacle for the Lord? If you believe this, shout amen. Throughout all land. So this tabernacle that Solomon shall build, there is none like that. How many of you believe that's a ministry, we can build the Lord a tabernacle that there is none like that in Bristol. How many of you agree with me? Am I the only one? Derek is there. Michael, Nessa, Minister Teresa, Don, uh, Junior, hallelujah. Dickness, Nana, Kweku. Oh, let the have lifted her two hands. Praise God, hallelujah. That together, we can build the Lord a tabernacle. It doesn't matter our numbers. It is the glory that is upon our life. It is the anointing that is upon our life. It is the grace God has given unto us. It is the God that has gone ahead of us. And with our God, nothing shall be impossible. In the mighty name of Jesus, I believe with all of my heart, with your help and with God's help, with the grace upon your life, the grace upon my life, the anointing, corporate anointing God has placed upon our life. Together as history makers, we can build the Lord, a tabernacle that there is none in Bristol. It is not how we started, how long we have been in ministry. It is how big our God we said. Hallelujah. So I will make the preparation now. Somebody say, I will make the preparation now. The Lord has disqualified David from building the tabernacle. Because he was a man of war, he has shed too many blood. So the Lord said, You will not build it. by your son Solomon, that is what made David a history maker. Even though the Lord disqualified him from building the tabernacle, he said, Yet now, once I have the capacity, once I have the resources, I don't know my son Solomon's time. Maybe there will be a COVID 18, maybe there will be a pandemic. Maybe the people's business will not prosper. So they might not have the resources to build the magnificent, exceedingly glory or splendor that befit our God. So now God has given me the capacity. Now God has given me blessings. Now God has made me exceedingly great. I will make the preparation and the provision for the tabernacle now. Somebody say preparation now. Hallelujah. So I will make the preparation for it now. Therefore, David made ample preparation before he died. And why are we talking about this? Because he made history. In, the, in this process of this series, we will see the tabernacle Solomon Bell you will see the dedication of the tabernacle and you see the significance and what the tabernacle did for the people. Solomon stood in the midst of the people and said, Father, when the heavens are shut and your people who are called by your name, they enter into this tabernacle and they seek your face, let the heavens be open. Let the heavens be open. So he went ahead and made preparation. Now we are talking. It was not an ordinary feat he did. Praise God. Why are we talking about David now as a history maker? Because even though he was disqualified, even though he was not going to worship in the tabernacle, even though he was not going to pray in the tabernacle, even though he was not going to sit in the front seat of the tabernacle, he said, God has blessed me and prospered me. I will make the provision now. So that my son Solomon will not cut corners. As I reflected on this message, the Lord took me to the book of Acts, chapter number 12. Praise God. And I believe all of you know this portion of scripture very well. Uh, we'll come back to this scripture a little earlier on. Bible say, Acts chapter number 12, verse number 5. So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent and persistent prayer for him was being made to God by the church. Somebody, if that is your Bible, I want you to underline it. You come back to that. When Peter was arrested and cast in prison, the Bible say the whole church were praying together for miracle of release of Peter. And I believe as a ministry, we have been praying for a tabernacle. And I believe this is the time now. I believe this is the season now. It has come. Somebody say it has come. Somebody say it has come. How many of you would just want to come to the presence of God at any time at will? That you will not be chased out. How many of you, when you receive those letters, you want to lay it on the altar of the Lord and commit it to the hands of the Lord? How many of you, when the heavens are shut for you, you can enter into the house of the Lord and pray God for the heavens to be open over your life? How many of you, let's see by show of hands. Say, it has come. come. And it it is now. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You are a David in Bread of Life Ministries. You are a David in the kingdom of God. You are a David in the house of God. You are a David in Bread of Life Ministries. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your name will be imprinted that a certain time God brought some people away from some countries and he brought them together and he built a tabernacle. They made the name of God great where the souls of the men and city came. And gathered. That is the history, the bigger history, the souls that shall run to this place because you gave. Beloved, somebody say the time is now. Somebody say your church needs you. God needs you. you. And your church needs you. you. Bread of Life Ministry needs you. We have preached about Cairo season. But this is truly a year of acceptance for us, praise God. And it is our carrier season. Say amen. amen. I believe the Lord wants to make a history out of you. He want to make a history out of me, And together, He want to make us a history maker. Do you believe it? If you believe it, put your hands together for the Lord. God bless you and keep you. I look forward to meeting with you again. God bless you. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord.